0: I hope you're happy as Larry. Welcome to episode number 67 of the Collocation of the Day podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about collocations we can use to describe distance and size. Are you ready? Here we go. So, the first collocation that I want to talk about is. A considerable distance. Now, of course, you probably know a long distance from here or a short distance from here. But did you know that you can also say the hotel is a considerable distance from the beach? And it means quite a long way. I like this word, considerable. Next one. We can say that something is within commuting or walking distance. So, for example, we have to live within commuting distance of my wife's office. Yeah? So, it basically means that uh, somewhere where it is possible to travel to work every day. Right? Within commuting distance. Uh, You can also say within walking distance. Yeah? So, the shops are within walking distance. Or the park is within walking distance from my house. Yeah? Okay. Okay then we have a nice one uh, to cover a distance of a number of kilometers kilometers that's the correct pronunciation sorry uh so uh, we can say on our walking tour in prague we managed to cover a distance of about eight kilometers yeah Or, on our walking tour in Prague, we managed to cover or to travel a distance of about 8 kilometers. Yeah, so that's a nice collocation there. Cover a distance of mm -hmm, kilometers. Or travel a distance of mm -hmm, kilometers. Next one. Far off or far flung places. So far off places or far flung places. Do you know what it means? It means distant. So we can say the example sentence that I wrote down for this episode is Larry is always traveling to far off places. Or Larry is always traveling to far flung places. Yeah, far away, distant. Next collocation to talk about distance is at close range. Do you know what that means? It means near. Yeah. So brief story. I once uh, went to a pro Jam gig in Berlin and the singer Eddie Vedder, uh, he walked across or I shouldn't say across, but he walked sideways and I was standing uh, in front of the security fences, but uh, totally on the left side of the stage. And then suddenly he jumped off the stage and he came walking towards uh, me and the group that I was with and uh, we handed him a, <laughs> a beer uh, there's a video of that somewhere on YouTube uh, I have no idea why, where but I think it's called something like um, Eddie Vedder beer something something I don't know but you can check it out or google it or something uh, that is me giving uh, Eddie Vedder beer Anyway, uh, next one is, uh, or did I already say this particular collocation? Did I already mention it? At close range. So I've never seen Eddie Vedder at such close range before or after. Uh, so that is my story about Pearl Jam in Berlin. Next one, neighboring town, or you can say neighboring country or neighboring area. So many people who work here actually live in neighboring towns. Yeah, maybe suburbs. So neighboring town, a neighboring country or a neighboring area. All right, next topic, size. So my first examples are about fat and slim. So we can talk about fat books, which are very thick books. And we can talk about slim books so those books are thinner than usual we can talk about fat people and slim people but we only talk about people when we use the word plump or skinny or painfully thin yeah we cannot use that with books you probably already knew that but i just wanted to mention that the next collocation or expression or phrase That is one of my favorites in English. I really adore this one. It sounds just great. Uh, And it's the expression a great deal of. Yeah, So we use a great deal of and not large or big in contexts like this one. Uh, The woman should be able to help you because she has a great deal of time. Or she has a great deal of money. Or a great deal of energy. Or a great deal of enthusiasm. Yeah. I really like that collocation. A great deal of something. Uh, You can also say a considerable amount of money. Yeah. Or a considerable amount of time. That's also a nice one. Yeah. A great deal. Remember that one. It will really help you to make your English more colorful. All right, then we can talk about, uh, when we talk about size, we can talk about major and minor. So major and minor often collocate with words relating to problems or points in an argument. For example, major difference, a minor difference. Yeah, so there's a major difference in our point of views or there's a minor difference and we can easily solve it. Uh, could be a major change in policies or a minor change in policies, yeah? Uh, this, go, this is going to have a major effect on inflation or it's going to have a minor effect on inflation, yeah? So major effect, minor effect. We can talk about a major difficulty in the negotiations or a minor difficulty, And you can raise a major point in a meeting, or you can raise a minor point in a meeting. And we have major and minor issues, right? And uh, major and minor factors. So a lot of major and minor here. Uh, If you couldn't keep track, then you can always rewind and listen to it again. Yeah? So lots of collocations there about distance and size. And now it's time to over to you you should take care with the different collocations that go with tall and high we can talk about tall people or tall trees or tall buildings but high mountains and high prices and high interest rates and high inflation high heels high tide and high jump now that's not that difficult. But my question for you is, what do we mean when we talk about a tall order? What do we mean when we talk about a tall order? If you don't know it, check the answer in a dictionary. Okay then, this is the end, dear listeners. Again, it was a real pleasure to share my English learning habit with all of you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you learned something new. As always. Take care of yourself and each other, of course. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, To more serious ones like history, politics, culture and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable MP3 files and PDF transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English. You'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash build Patreon.com slash build your